You want to say anything before oh, we start? I think we need to give Jay-Z a proper intro. We this, need to give Jay-Z a proper intro. This is the king intro. of New York, Brooklyn, Man. motherfucking, we're talking about here. Jay-Z, he ain't dropped something in four years since Magna Carta Holy Grail. It's been four years, shit. Which I thought was okay. I thought it was all right. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, my favorite project by him is probably definitely his Black Album. I fucking love American Gangster as well. I think it's a very underrated album for one that's based on over a movie. Also, of course, the original Blueprint and Reasonable Doubt. They're my four favorite albums from him. He is a goat. Like, I think he's multiple goats. He's a legend. He's uh, regarded as, you know, he's, this man has had a hand in, in defining and changing the identity of hip-hop yeah. around the world. Someone asked me who's the most influential and most powerful man in hip-hop. I always say Jay-Z. And he's a businessman as well. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Business business you fucking know it. Ah! Shit. Um... Really an inspiration for myself, someone I look up to highly, and um, I'm always excited when he drops new music. He doesn't overdo it. He, you know, he's not dropping a song every week, you know? Mm. Do we know what features are on this album? We Should don't. We no, let's not look. I, I'm not gonna look. This doesn't say features. Um, I, can see, I can see one on the artist, one, one next to it. I'm, I'm not looking at the names, but I can see features. Okay. Oh shit, one says, uh, you wanna know what one is? You wanna know, Frankie Ocean is on this joint. Ooh, Frankie Ocean. Alright y'all, so we're doing this live as well, so for you guys, if you're watching it here or on delay or here Shit, I don't know, you know. camera to look at, there's too many Alright, Jay-Z's a legend, a lot of respect for him, can't wait to just press play on this, I'm too excited yeah. to even like, talk anymore Kill Jay-Z's the first track Okay Let's go Answer it So that's um. Hello, we that's on. Kill Jay Z. Uh, let's see if it's on here yet. So we're gonna see on Rap Genius to see if it's uh, if Wait. it's on there yet. Kill Jay Z. Jay Z seems to be on some conscious type shit right there. There you go, it's on here. It's on. On me, well, it says it's on. There you go. Right. You tell me if you see anything. Jay Jay Z seems to be on his conscious type shit. Really, just trying. I was to... read the first four bars. Kill Jay Z. They'll never love you. They'll never love you enough. When they'll never be enough, let's just keep a real Jay-Z. Fuck Jay-Z, I mean you shot your own brother. How can we know if we trust Jay-Z? That's sort of what's Shot his own brother? I don't I mean, really- He said that ages ago in like, like his second album, didn't he? So I don't know the history like that deep. Maybe that's really obvious, excuse me if it is. Mm. I don't know if he means like, is it, is it his actual brother? Yeah, he shot his actual brother, he did, definitely. Then he talks about Cry Jay-Z, and uh, he, I, what is he going about? Fuck wrong. He reflected on his beef with Solange. Mm. If only you could admit you're wrong. Let go your ego over your right shoulder. You let the saint finish your breakfast. You egged Solange on no one all along. Or right. you just say you was wrong. You, who's Eric Benet? I don't know. That's when Rap Genius yeah. needed, like, annotate it. It doesn't, has it? Well, has it just, it, it just, it came, just out. came out. Let the baddest girl in the world get away. I don't even know what else to say. Ooh. He's Ooh. talking about Beyond. Say. He let her get away? Well, yeah, because you know we should drop the Beyonce album. And he says, I mean, go, Lemonade. Benet. I don't even know what you would have done in the future. Other M words playing football with your son. 
We had lost at 13 bottles of Ace of Spades. Damn, man, what it did to Boston. Nah, Jay-Z, bar Jay-Z. It, it sounds like he might be com- coming from Beyonce's side of things in a way as well. Like, obviously, he's talking about himself. Like, he's being like, fuck, I'm looking at all my wrongdoings and things that, you know, that mm. I... He's also could be becoming in a way of, like, that's how he sees other people perceiving him as well. Kind of reflective type of track. Yeah, I think it's just the way... The way he started this off is him just being like, you know, I may be a goat, blah, 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 blah but, like, I'm still... You know, a normal fucking person that fucks up. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking perfect. Look, inside I'm hype as hell right now, so this is gonna need a couple listens. Ooh, I already know shit. from the start. People saying some of that track is the first. The first one is a no go. Um, but uh, you know, we gotta give it a couple more listens. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. It was alright. Let's get to the next one. It actually, just sounded. The story of OJ. Yeah, I got ready to go, man. OJ Simpson, obviously, who they're talking about, just in case. Not orange juice? No, well, man, you might be talking about the origin of how orange juice became a thing. Like, people first ate oranges, right? And they're like, holy shit, this juice ain't too bad. Maybe apple juice is already a thing. And then they'll just... Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I'm gonna give you five. Hey, orange juice. <laughs> Good track, Hev- heavily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that hook right there sounded exactly like a Fifty Cent hook from his first two albums, like the dun 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 dun. Like I can even imagine Fifty Cent on their hook sounding very similar to that. And also the stage of that song where he had a very Pusha T like flow as well, with the two million, yeah. uh, one million, two Going million. Went to a with the end of with the bars, mm, deliver the next bar. Similar cadence, but he still had his own flow as well. So I feel like this is Jay Z showing, hey, I've still got it. I can still be quite versatile by flows. And that beat was so good. That, that, that live bass, like the bass, like boom, 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 and the keys, like that was all fucking, fucking beautiful, It reminds me of like, Jay-Z really captures to me such a New York sound. And if, you're, and if some of you are saying, how would you know what a New York sound feels like? Your accent, you're not from New York. That's a perfectly acceptable thing to, to comment on. When my time I spent in New York, I re- after coming back and I listened back to Jay-Z, I'm like, wow, hold on. New York embodies Jay-Z. Now, now I really feel it. Every time I listen to Jay-Z, it reminds me of my memories in New York. And it's just that track, I say that all to say that track with the keys, the piano, um, the production by No ID definitely reminded me of some New York type beat we would hear. And there's some cool lines in that song as well. And it's so just a bit of big humor as well. Like, you know what he's saying? Like, um, in the first hook, it's like, you know, light, dark, fork, real. And then at the end of it, he goes, I like that second one, being dark. <laughs> so, like, he's still having a bit of fun as well. And the lines are just, like, 
You know what's more important than throwing away money at the strip club? Credit. You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? This is how it? they did it. And he goes into that shit. Oh, okay. So fucking, some cool shit, man. I'm just trying to give a million dollars worth of game for $9.99. I turned that tool to a four, four into an eight, turned my life to a nice close week, release date. He's still got bars, man. There's some good bars all over this track. He's got, he had four years to make these bars, so he better <laughs> have some fucking bars. Like, that is, that track right there is like, oh, that shit's dope. That's a quality track, man. That's, um, a, that's, that's definitely going to go in high rotation for me, that track. And let's remember, this whole album was produced by No ID. Exactly, so man. Let, let, no, wait, wait. Is it, is it No ID? It is No ID, you're right. Yeah. Holy shit. Let's get to the third track. Let's get to it. Which is Smile. I... Let's go. Hey, thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Hold up, hold up. I want to scroll back. I don't want to miss that. It looked like an important. Somebody tell them to keep the commentary to a five minute. Nah, man, we do this natural. We talk as long as we feel. Um, oh, exactly. We can cut out whatever we don't want. Like, yeah. And if we're like, talking for like 15 minutes between track, like we're, if we're feeling a track, we're going to get all this shit out. Like we're not like other review channels. We'll make a one hour more live review. I'm sorry, I'm going to get to Jay Z, I know, but we'll make a one hour video for a review. That's crazy. That's not heard of, right? Who does that? No one does that. People are like, hey, let's do this review and let's shorten it to 10, 20 minutes. So I can get all, all across all the points that I think are more valid than everything else I'm talking about. It's like, nah, we're going to get across everything that we think. This, even, is, this is music, man. Even if shit isn't valid, even if what our thoughts and what we're saying isn't exactly what they're talking about. Right. That's the beauty of listening to music and first reactions. It's like, it's purely what you think. It's purely what you feel. It ain't necessarily got to be right. You said it, man. I haven't heard Jay spit that like that for fucking. Don't tell me he didn't spit like that in Holy Grail. Nah, you're right. Nah, you're right. He was spitting Holy Grail, but he's spitting. I mean, now. like he's spitting now. And he's got a hundred bars. And he's talking about like fucking holy shit. Like a lot of that. Went like, over, look at this shit. Like a lot of that went over my head. Like look at this verse. That's verse three. That's verse. Holy shit! Look at this shit. It's gonna take rap genius about. This is verse three. Ten days to annotate that. Fucking ages, man. I really like what he's. I think it's his mother is Gloria. I'm not. I don't want to say grandmother. I think it's his mother Gloria. That was a really nice poem um, to finish that song off. And I'm just looking at some of these lyrics, man. Just like some of it's simple, but just like, man. I'm up a hundred of millions. I got no ceilings. This feeling, and that boy need a baker to bring me joy. Stop out the toy, man. He's just his wordplay is just so good on this. Holy shit. I love the way that he's structured this song. He's got the good intro, the good outro with his mother. He's got the, the two, like the first two verses are quite short. Like they're very, they're very about the same length as the chorus. It's chorus quite short as well. And then that last verse, he just doesn't fucking stop. I wonder, what he, I wonder if it was like that when he was recording with no idea. He was just like, look, this third verse. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to keep writing. The thing fuck is, it, I'm going to keep spitting. You know he doesn't write. Like he said that before on his second track. Like he don't need no pen. He doesn't have a pen to write. Mm. He's rhymes. It's all at the top of the dome. Oh, that's, that's so what he's revered for, what he's known for. Mm. Hey, man, I need to listen to that track more. Like I can't say I love it or like it or don't like it. Um, but that track? I, you know, I enjoyed it.
I fucking love that track. That production was fucking, it sounded like something Kanye would spit on in like um, late registration sort of days. Or even Jay-Z and his sort of like Blueprint 2 sort of era, like that, or Dynasty, like those, those sort of beats is like, that's like classic no ID sort of shit right there. Like the last, the first track I'm still not sold on, but I'm feeling like it's tying as what we're hearing because Jay-Z's being as open as we've heard him spit. Like, of course he was open to be a bit of Magnet Holy Ground, but so far he's been like, not, there's been no luxury rap really whatsoever. I think he's realized that like, you know. I think there was with the two million, a one million, two million type of thing, but it's oh, something about buying a house. But then he always got, he always gonna say that shit. Yeah, he's always gonna say some version of it. Mm. Anyway. Fuck yeah, that was, a, that was a solid tune. I'm very, I'm very impressed with that. Next track is Caught Their Eyes. <laughs> my least favorite track right there i'm the same as well i thought once again the beat was very very old school but i feel like if you're gonna have frank ocean for a feature fuck get him to spit some bars get him to sing a hook that hook was very it just sounded like you could just it sounded like a sample honestly it sounded like he could have made a sample could have done it himself like i feel like that was a very very poor use of frank ocean yeah agreed but i feel like that maybe him and frank were just chilling and then they would be like fuck it do you want to help me on this track right here it just sounds like they were just fucking around a bit uh doesn't sound like a finished, I don't know, it just sounds like a kind of a more lazier track. Like more casual, nothing too serious. It was a cool court there. Court I, there I don't really know what Frank was doing on that track either. Like, I don't know, he, he didn't really yeah. have a presence on that track to me. Yeah, I don't think he had much of a presence. Like, you get Frank Ocean. I just, I just felt that he just gave that track a little bit something else. But the thing is, though, if you didn't, if you didn't know that was Frank Ocean, say that was an unknown artist and you heard that feature, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, like cool. If I didn't know that was Frank Ocean, I'd be like, that's a pretty alright feature. See, we have expectations, right? Exactly. That's yeah. the danger of what we do here, or what music is, or life mm. is. So yeah, um, that track I wasn't wasn't too big on. Neither. Especially after the last two tracks blew me away, so it's kind of like, I was sitting there going, fuck, could Jay-Z drop the album of the year? I was thinking that. I was sitting there going, fuck, could Jay-Z drop album of the year? He ain't done that for me in a long ass time. And uh, he, you know, after that track, even safe to say, he probably hasn't. But you know, it needs more listens, obviously. Oh, for sure. Like this whole album, well. Um, the next track is called- Title track. Four, yeah, the title track, 444. Um, uh, I wanna see what this is about, because I was thinking, is it a Bible verse? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is the number four have some certain meaning to him? Like, let's find out about this sort of shit. 100. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
Bruh. Look how he starts this song. Look. I apologize, often womanized, took for my child to be born, see through a woman's eyes, took for these natural twins to believe in miracles, took me too long for this song. I don't deserve you, I harass you out in Paris, please come back to Rome, you make it home. We talked for hours when you were on tour, please pick up the phone, pick up the phone. So don't embarrass me instead of be mine, that was my proposal for us to go steady, that was your 21st birthday, you messed faster than me. Oh my god. This is... I feel like this track right here is Jay-Z's response to all the shit he felt through Lemonade. Like, through be everything Beyonce felt mm -hmm. through Lemonade, I feel like this is He's his responding. response. And listen to the, the chorus, it's just this. I'm never gonna treat you, never gonna treat you like I should. That's the chorus. That's by Hannah Williams, that's so interesting. I think it's him being like... Like, he's, it's like him I'll never be good enough? Yeah, well it's him responding to everything, but it's also him saying like... Like, him saying like, I don't know if I can change for what you want of me, because right. this is who I am. Like, I'll give you this, but I'm not sure if I can be that. But he's still saying sorry in a way as And he well. still recognizes all these miscomings and faults. Yeah, exactly. I think that like, I don't think he's necessarily okay with it. I just think that he can't change some of these things because they're just embedded into him. So what makes him Jay-Z? I thought that was a beautiful track. And it takes a lot of courage to make a track like that because it's not cool to be vulnerable. It's not cool, especially for a guy like Jay-Z, who's looked at like no other guy in the game or in this world. It's not cool to put your emotion on your sleeve when you're a person like Jay-Z. And Jay-Z even uh, wrote something on here. He goes, 444 four is a song that I wrote and it's the crux of the album. Just right in the middle of the album and I woke up literally at 444 in the morning, oh. hence the name of the track. 444am to write this song. So it became the title of the album and everything. It's the title track because it's such a powerful song. I just believe one of the best songs that I've ever written. Wow. There you go. So you woke up in the morning, 444, and like, fuck, I've got to write this song. I've got to get this out. I've got to do this shit. That's incredible. That I is. love that. It's a fucking very powerful song. He like. thinks it's one of the best songs he's ever written? Shit. Some of these bars, man. Meant to cry, die alone in these mansions, or sleep with our back turned. We're supposed to vacate till our backs burn. We're supposed to laugh till our heart stops, and then when we enter space with a dark stop, like fuck, That's man. Fucking... He's got some bars on this thing. Can man. you go to the Menage a Trois line? Because he said something like, because Jay Z's obviously been, mm. um, he's has issues with fidelity with Beyonce, mm. when, being with other women, and he had this really cool line about a Menage a Trois, and I, don't, I can't remember who he's. I'm gonna find this shit. I also quite like the last verse as well, how it's spoken word. I feel like a part of me was like, fuck man, why would the beat this good? Why is spoken word on this last verse? And like, obviously with logic, like way too much for my liking, but this one was short. The last verse was him just sort of like, it was more, it was more thoughts that like, it was more the end of the track he was speaking his thoughts. Like, you know, we speak about is like, like what good is menage a trois when you have a soulmate? That's what he says. And he goes, you risk that for blue. If I wasn't a superhero. And that's in quotes. Face. You risk that for blue. Like that's what Beyonce's talking to him about. Mm -hmm. You did what with who? My heart breaks for the day I had to explain my mistakes. And the mask goes away and Santa Claus is fake. And you go online and see for blue's tooth, the tooth fairy didn't pay. Holy, Holy shit, man. And that's when he's, and he's speaking at the end as well. So I just feel like it's him just sort of like, a bit more emotional because he's just like just saying it away like he's just speaking his mind like it's like the wordplay in there dude. the metaphors he's using that's Jay-Z back to the fucking lyric, lyrical shit that I know him for like this like the three I need three, a drink three of the tracks I've heard so far are just like fucking which is why Jay-Z's at the top man yo go on go on Rap Genius go look up that, that title track 444 there's some fucking Four. there's some fucking good good fucking lines on this track man yeah and um, and if my children knew, don't even know what I would do. They ain't look at me the same. I'd probably die with all the shame. Man. 
And it's kind of it sets out a blueprint for all the yeah. future people before him. Hey, don't make my mistake. This is what you're gonna end up feeling like. Mm. Fuck. Holy, I love that. Holy shit. Let's 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 get to Ooh, the next. Holy we could shit. we could be on that for a while, let's be honest. We could do a whole video breaking that down for 20 minutes. That's a fucking tune, man. And fucking shout out to No ID. That was amazing. Oh, production oh, perfect. Oh bruh. <laughs> That's how good that beat was. Fucking hell. Come on your face, come on your teeth. I'll come everywhere, man. Oh, damn. Next track is Family Feud. That was cool. I like it. It was a good track. Got kind of interrupted, so my so my mind my mind flow of like what I thought of it is kind of going about out of whack. I can just give you some limes. Yeah. Ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. Mm, pretty <laughs> much. If anybody getting handsome checks, it should be us. Fuck rap, crack cocaine. Now nah, we did that. Black owned things. Hundred percent. Black owned champagne. And we merrily merrily eating off these streams. Yasso drinking Perrier-Jouy. Huh? Is that you pronounce it? I'm gonna say yeah. There's some cool fucking vibes. I enjoyed that track. Game. I really like Beyonce's. Um, I love how Beyonce comes in after the track, after 444. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. It, yeah, that is really cool. It's kind it's of like, saying, oh, like, we're still cool, don't yeah, worry. We're still cool. Like, we're, we're here. Like, we're just getting off like we're just getting off our steam, but we're, yeah. still, we're still cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I like that. That was a cool track. Family Feud, bro. Very fitting, very... Oh, hang on, hang on. I forgot to tell you. At the end of each of these tracks on Genius... Jay-Z has a thing at the bottom. An annotation. Yeah, yeah, he goes, Family Feud is about separation within the culture. Like new rappers fighting with old rappers saying all these things. So the line is nobody wins when the family feuds. Huh. So we've missed that for every track. Yeah, I can go. Uh, hell, let me go, let me go back so to can this. Can we do it at the end? The end of the album? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah still at the end of the album. Yeah. I'll still do it from now on. We can go back to the album. Yeah. Album. Anyway, track seven of Jay-Z's 444. Bam! Bam! Wait, wait. Featuring Damien Marley. Oh, shit. You know him? Yeah, it's um, um, Bob Marley's son. Oh, it is? I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's his cousin, sorry. It's his cousin. Okay, we might get some soulful shit. So you're familiar with that sample? The bum bum didn't bum da dun da dun bum didn't. It's like a it's a classic. Uh, is, it, is it a reggae song? A lot of rappers have actually used it before. Um, Cameron, Cameron used it for a track that got pretty big. Uh, who else used it? It's been used by a lot of people, but this is I think Jay Z's just picked it up and Damien Marley's come on and put his put his spice on it as well because I think it originally was a a very reggae like track. So I love what he's done with the production. 
Once again, spinning bars, skipping leg day to run day now. That's you fucking love that shit. That's the best, man, because I, I, I get that. I resonate with that. Like, it's real shit. Um, it's the best line, man. Love no idea with the sample switch up. Love and Mar- Damien Marley's feature on here is so fucking beautiful. They work well together. Really well. If you haven't checked out Distant Relatives, Nas Damien Marley's, check it out. It's a really good album. Uh, just really beautiful about African culture and just people in general. Uh, yeah, at the moment, this album for me is, is fucking stellar, man. Like I said, one one or two tracks that I was a bit iffy about, but like I said, when we go back to this album and listen to it more, but at the moment, the good or the great is outweighing the average, so. 100%. Um, and you know, something interesting, one thing I wanted to point out is that there hasn't been real, like, bangers on here, like, things that are gonna get you up and jiggy. Um, maybe that's the biggest one. Uh, compared to like songs like Picasso Baby or other ones that you know really get you moving, what do you think? Um, I don't think Picasso Baby is more a banger as well. You do or don't? Nah, more a banger as well. You do or don't? Nah, I, don't, nah? I think if you're talking about bangers, maybe fuck me. I know you. Okay, yeah, yeah, with McGraths. And then um, what was that other one on there? But I can't remember. But he didn't have too much on there as well. No. I guess uh, Jay Z's not that real type to do that. No, well, I feel like he's always been one to always like to be on the radio affair, but like, you know, Empire State of Mind, and like, you know, when he tried to do, uh, what was the album that was really shit that he put out? Kingdom Come? Kingdom Come, fuck, I hate that album. A lot of people like that album, but fair enough, that's, you know, people can like the fuck they want. But he tried to be quite radio friendly with the album, and it really backfired on him. Uh, but yeah, I feel like with this album, like, I think, I think 444 might have been the first tracks that he did this album. He probably would have woke up wrote this track and be like fucking hell like and then you're like wow I've got all this other shit I want to write about yeah. especially if you, I think that after you probably did 444 you're like wow I want to put this out but I don't want to just release a single I think I need to have other shit based around it and if you're noticing uh, most of the other tracks that we've heard so far I'm not sure about this one but they've been quite centered around the fact of his relationship and who he is as a person mm. and what that's very like, self reflective the repercussions and, yeah exactly so I feel like I feel like that 444 would have come out first yeah. and then he would have built the album based around that track and I'll read what he says about this. He goes, the song Bam or Bam with Damien Marley, it's just jamming. It's just like the song. But it's secretly Sean Carter saying, man, you need a bit of ego. <laughs> it was puzzling me in the things that I've done. This is Jay-Z saying you need a bit of ego for us to write this point. So I, it's pretty much like I was saying, like, it doesn't seem to fit in the album con- like in terms of what he's talking about wise. But like I said, it's just him having a bit of fun just jamming. It's, just a, bit, it's a bit of like, okay. So it's like, everybody knows how Conor McGregor walks into the UFC match. Yeah, you yeah. seen that? No. So, so back, okay, well, Conor McGregor is one of the best UFC <laughs> fighters uh, in the world, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's so arrogant, or not, maybe arrogant, confident, whatever you want to call it, um, very strong ego, he's walking in the ring like this. <laughs> so this, this is Jay-Z's song, what are you doing these ones? This is, this is bad to Jay-Z. Alright, that's what I think. Only some people will get that reference, what the hell I just did there. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, is uh, Moonlight. But you see what he's doing there? The, yeah, Jay-Z needed a track where he went at the culture and be like, motherfuckers all sounding the same. Yeah. It's not creative. And it's like, that's Jay-Z's take yeah. on the hip hop culture. We stuck in La La Land. Even when we win, we gonna lose. We got the same fucking flows. I don't know who is who. We got the same fucking watch. She don't got time to choose. We stuck in La La Land. We got the same fucking moves. Yeah. Could exactly. he gone about it in a more like creative yeah. way? 
Maybe. Well, yeah, the hook is we got, we stuck in La La Land even if we win, we're going to Do you remember the track um, Naz Alvin done on Jay? Did yep. you yep. made the same sample. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, it is same too. Sample, same sample. This sample, once again, is a sample that's been used quite a bit in hip hop. Okay. So that's why like it's kind of a hard one to begin to because I'm so used to hearing this sample. Okay. Um, it's like a subtle need to La La Land winning the Oscar and then having to give it give it give it to Moonlight. It's really a commentary on the culture and where we're going. So exactly as you were saying. Yeah. Exactly as you were saying. And it's him not necessarily disagreeing with it, but just sort of I guess disappointed in it. I think that's a great way. Not, yeah, disappointed is one way to say mm-hmm. it. Um, Especially in someone as big as Jay Z, just watching the growth and being like, man, I'm I'm the figurehead of what's happening with hip hop. So I feel like a party might be blaming himself for not being in there enough to help push it even further. I mean, yeah, that's perfectly reasonable to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think in terms of the album and for Jay Z, I reckon this track is fucking awesome because it's definitely a track that he probably needs to speak on. And a lot of people need to hear as well. Uh, as for the beat, like I said, I've heard that sample used so much, so I'm not really a big fan of the beat. But fair enough. But the yeah, content's on point. Really did. Yeah, content. maybe he could have gone about it in a bit more creative or witty, witty way. But I was witty about it. I, I think he did his thing. I think he did. I think he did alright. This might be the second last one. Mercy yeah, me, yeah. mercy me, mercy part two. That's a fucking dude, and shout out to the Dream as well. The Dream, uh, a lot of people don't realize the Dream has been hugely influencing in terms of songwriting, production as well for a lot of the late two thousands hip hop and R and B. So he's still very, he's still. A lot of people don't know about, but he's like, if you, if you like that Rick and Morty episode, if you watch, I always bring up Rick and Morty. Yeah, watch, you gotta watch that shit. It's a fucking amazing show. The episode where the 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 president brings up the Dream, he's talking about all these other famous artists, but no one knows the Dream. It's a joke that he's as big as other artists, but no one knows him because he works so much in the background. Hmm. Um, and Jay Z, yeah, Marcy Me, nostalgic. Yeah, I said it wrong. My bad. My bad. A nostalgic walk through Marcy, and it's about that hopefulness, that feeling of a man. Can I really do this? Can I really be one of the biggest artists in the world? You have these big dreams. Can I be one of the biggest basketball players? We have these dreams, and it's about him just being like, "Fuck," like. And he did it, man. And he did. He's doing it. Marcy Me. So yeah, just just being nostalgic of where he comes from, what he's done, and who he is. So. Tie, I could tie up really well of what we've done at the start, especially like the whole like to be like fuck me, I've done this, I fucked up. But then the reconcile of him and B being alright and being like this is like it's kind of like the beautiful ending to the shit that he's wanting to get off his chest to begin with. I fuck with it. That was a good track. That yeah, was, that was a really good. I track. really like the production on that. Like very a more a love um, mm. uh, a very I New York actually, type vibe there. I actually really wish that Jay Z when he put this album said Jay Z and No ID. The pro- producers need more love, man. I mean, people know that No ID is going to be all over this album, but I feel like No ID has done so well on this album. He deserves to be put on the album as well. I don't think that's. I don't remember that being done. Like having a. A lot of rappers, like some rappers, will put out albums like this and this. You know, like like if you're a big enough artist, like say Static Selector or Alchemist, then you'll probably be like the joint album we said, or Michael made it obviously as well. Okay. Fair but enough. um, yeah, but no idea. I don't think really cares too much because she's been doing it for just so to long. be a part of this. Just to be a part of this is an honor enough. Man. Yeah, this is the last track we're coming up. Mm, very impressed. Very impressed. Legacy. Legacy.
Jay-Z. Damn, I thought that something was gone. <laughs> nah. Jay-Z. That's it. Four, 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 four. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellence. Do, you gonna let him see. You wanna see what he says? Yeah, what did he say? The song is just about what it is. It's like a verbal will. Just a song about speaking to my daughter. She starts the song off and she says, Daddy, what's a will? That's all it is. Speaking to my daughter. And it's paying homage to his past, like his family, his legacy, the people who came before him. You gotta pay respect to that. And the outro, Don, Donny Hathaway, day someday, we'll all someday we'll be free. So just mm. like... Maybe reflecting on the current state of our, so, our society and political uh, unrest that is going along around the world. Mm. Maybe a subtle way to talk on that. Pre-chorus as well, you run this hard just to stay in pace, keep up the pace, you run this hard just to stay in place. Like, it's cool, man. Real... A real soulful way to end the album. Very happy. There's only two tracks this album. There's, there's only one track of this album I didn't really like. One track that I wasn't sure about. But eight tracks that I generally really... Oh, seven tracks that I really like. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with this project. I'm going to go back to this album and listen to it a lot. Especially tracks like... Um, what was the second track? The Story of OJ. Beautiful. Title track. Beautiful. Oh, man. There are some, there are some straight... There are some great bars in this album. This, I feel like the... As a whole... Jay-Z really touches on his relationship with his wife, uh, reflections on himself. It seems like that's the core, like that's mm. where it started that's, and it just spurred it yeah. off from all different directions. like the first, the first five tracks of the album are definitely about himself and his relationship and after that sort of like being like, hey, we're still cool and then going to more about, hey, uh, reminiscing nostalgicness about how he got to where he is, how he feels about where he is and then just him talking to his daughter at the end. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's, a, it's a real good short, sweet album that he... He just talks about what he, what he, you know, this good, like, it's good. It's a good fucking album. It's a fucking good album. I'm very, I'm very happy with this Jay-Z album. I wasn't a big fan of Magna Carta, Holy Grail. No, I, I like, I like tracks. I didn't like it as a whole. I feel like a lot of the production on there, I think he's been really smart with this album by sticking with one producer. Cause it's and just, sticking it's with really 10 well. tracks. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Not overdoing it. Being Not cohesive with just a minimal amount of tracks. Thank you, Jay-Z, for yeah. doing that. And all of these tracks, I think half the tracks in this album didn't even reach three minutes, so which is great. Because a lot of old rap wasn't necessarily long as well. So he's just been like, hey, I've said what I want to say. Right. I don't need to, I don't, Not I, overstaying your welcome. Because a lot of rappers be like, oh, this track isn't long enough. Let's just extend the intro and outro or add another hook on there to make it the time like every other track. To do... Right, um, but feel like this album was one of the more impactful albums to me, um, especially compared to Magna, Holder, Magna Carta. Like more impactful than that. To me, this um, is his, more polished. This is his best album to me since he dropped American Gangster, right. and that's like back in what 2017, 2016. No, nah, before. It is 2017. Oh, sorry, I'm 20, 2006, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, see, I was just, I was barely, I was a kid when all that dropped. So I, it's hard to like be like, oh, was this better than this? Is this better than this? Mm. Because, you know, you're older, you're quite, you're a little bit older than me. So you have to speak more on it. But like for me, like this is why it's hard for us to do this and, and compare and review. 
especially a guy who's been in the game for so long, I don't know like if this is better than this or this. I just say I really like this album. I loved it. It's probably going to be one of my favorite albums of oh, yeah. the year. I can see this album being my top 10 albums at the end of the year. Definitely. Uh, easily. Yeah. Well, we don't know what else is coming. Well, no, we don't. We don't. Kendrick could drop 10 albums. <laughs> and we go, ooh, I'm excited to see if Tyler the Creator drops an album, man. Yeah, he just dropped a single. We might listen mm-hmm. to that. But to round it off, can you go back to the first track yeah, yeah. and see what he said? So the first track is called Kill Jay-Z. We're just going to run these down and we'll repeat it again for those that haven't heard just so you get an idea about this album. Uh, first song is called Kill Jay-Z and obviously not meant to be taken literal. It's really about the ego. It's about killing off the ego so we can have this conversation of place of vulnerability and honesty. Mm. Which I think is great. Because like, you know, he's always been like, hey, I'm a hustler. I'm a business. Like this him being like, nah, fuck all of that. For now, let me just put this aside and speak to you as a man. Speak to you as just someone that's being vulnerable and honest right now. And isn't that important to do to start the album, right? Definitely. Because you need to put the ego, I mean, you don't need to, yeah. but. And especially when he puts it back on, he's already said at the start, but hey, like, you know, just you know, there's gonna be parts here where this is me just showing this, so. But he drops it from the start, then from tells the start, his story. From the start. Right, track mm-hmm. two. Track two was fucking amazing, the story of OJ, which I thought, it's probably my favorite track that I've heard off the album. If I had to pick a favorite, probably this track. It's slowly getting annotated now. Mm. Yeah. It's really a song about we as a culture, having a plan, how we're gonna push this forward. We all make money, then we all lose money, as artists especially. But how, when you have some type of success, to transform that into something bigger. So not necessarily meaning money, but just something bigger on any scale. Like legacy. Exactly. Like impact. Exactly. That, that was fucking cool. Smile, I really like Smile. Yeah. That Smile probably had my favorite verse in the album. That verse three, he was just, just kept going, right? He just fuck, kept fucking going, man. That was you scrolling all day. Yeah, I was scrolling all day. Smile is just what it is. That's so dirty. There are going to be bad times, and those bad times can do two things. They can get you in a place where you're stuck in a rut, or it can make your future that much better because you're experiencing these things. Which I think is a beautiful thing. It's him just saying, like, which way you're going to go about it. You're going to get stuck in a rut of like fuck or you're going to look at this th- this bad thing you've been into and improve yourself because so of optimism it. versus pessimism exactly exactly that's, a, that's what it is so he's just saying smile that shit smile that shit knowing that it's going to make you better because you're going to get out of this <laughs> yep that's that's real man yeah caught their eyes that was the track with uh, Frank Ocean I wasn't sure about I'm probably going to go back to that and we'll see how I feel Caught the Eye is a song that's dealing with just being aware of your surroundings. There's a line and it says, your body language is all remedial. How could you see the difference between you and I? Just being so sharp about your surroundings. So I think it's definitely about, it definitely goes to the thing about Beyonce in a way as well, like being so on point to understand, because after that album that Beyonce released, he would be like, fuck, I've done this? She's feeling this way? I think it's him just being like, being more concerned about his actions and everything around him and just the consequences. Yeah. Next one. Next one. Uh, this is probably this will be the last one because we covered yeah, the we, other ones. Yeah, we've done the other ones. I think I did this one. We we'll did it 4, again. 444. We'll say it again. This is oh, the yeah, album. he woke up. At, yeah. So this yep. is the crux of the album right 444. here. 444. The crux woke up at 444 a.m. in the morning and was like, fuck, I got to write this song. Wrote it down and he thought it was one of the best songs he's written. It's so powerful and I couldn't agree more. It's probably one of the most powerful tracks in the album and it sets the tone. And, it's, and the beautiful about it is it's right in the middle of the album too. I feel like track five and six are so good because this one is him pouring out. The next track is him being like, everything's okay. So it's like perfectly set in the album. I can't wait to listen to this more. To Same. me, this is going to sound uh, uh, a bit... Um, rela- to me, it's one of my favorite uh, Jay-Z albums um, right now. First listen, 
um, of the, reading all that, understanding his vision, um, hearing the production, and listening to bar by bar by bar by bar, hearing his cadence on every track. Mm. Um, and I don't really, when I go back to the older albums, they don't really hit me like they're gonna hit a lot of, I go back to the older albums, they don't really hit me like they're gonna hit a lot of other people because I wasn't, a, I was barely, a, I was a very young kid when all that dropped. So I can't really feel it when you're 10 years old, really. Yeah, I didn't start listening to Jay-Z until the Black Album. And that would have been, what, 1999, I think that dropped. So we gotta keep that in mind, you know, we're younger uh, music listeners compared to guys like The Needle Drop or Big Quint who've been in the game for a while. Um, so we're just coming at it from a different perspective and speaking for a different demographic of people, which I think is valuable too. Jay-Z, 444. <coughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, fuck yeah, what a dope album. Jungle Beats, um, if you'd like to support us in helping us improve our sound quality and also just us in general for rent, uh, we have a Patreon, Patreon forward slash Jungle Beats. The Jungle Beats, just Jungle Beats Media. Jungle, Jungle Beats. Beats. So uh, much appreciated, but also you just watching it and giving support, subscribing. That's also just enough to help us out. Happy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll just keep pushing out videos. We're gonna get to Vince Staples. We're gonna get to Brockhampton. We're gonna get to a lot of other shit. Yeah. All right. We got ambitions for this shit, man. Ambitions for this Thank shit. you for watching, especially on the live stream. We're about to cut yeah. it now. Thank you very Thank much, you all guys. Uh, the coolest motherfuckers. Let's, up, just, yeah. let's just check it out. Uh, See if you missed what we hey, missed. Hey, Swami. What's up, Swami? You're the fucking realist, man.